Israel was unique in the ancient world, but they struggled throughout their history with what made them unique, their God. And they were often willing to give up uniqueness so they could be just like the other nations around them. Welcome to First 15 Podcasts, brought to you by Word of Prayer. I'm Ron, and I'm your guide on this journey. We take God's Word and turn it into prayer. Subscribe or follow the podcast if you haven't already. In Season 5, we've been praying through Bible story or narrative. We've demonstrated that you can use any scripture to meditate and pray to God. So if you're new to our podcast or you just want a refresher, I suggest you go back to the very first episode where we demonstrate this with Psalm 1. In this current season, we're paying close attention to the unfolding story of the Bible. Instead of starting at the very beginning of the story with creation in Genesis 1, we began in the middle by looking at Samuel. And today, after about 20 episodes or so, we return to the next chapter in Samuel's story and consider it within the context of the larger storyline of the Bible. So after Israel came out of Egypt, Moses gave them God's law at Sinai. Moses judged the difficult cases that people brought to him. And the leaders that followed after Moses in Israel were called judges. In fact, there's a whole book about them. And we looked at this part of the story in the most recent episode. Today, we get to see Israel's last judge in action as the storyline takes a big turn. So we're going to be listening to 1 Samuel chapter 8. When Samuel was old, he made his sons judges over Israel. Now the name of his firstborn was Joel, and the name of his second, Abijah. They were judges in Beersheba. His sons didn't walk in his ways, but turned away after dishonest gain, took bribes, and perverted justice. Then all the leaders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel at Ramah. They said, Look, you are old, and your sons don't walk in your ways. Now make us a king to judge us, like all the nations. But the request displeased Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge us. Samuel prayed to Yahweh. Yahweh said to Samuel, Listen to the voice of the people in all that they tell you. For they have not rejected you, but they've rejected me as the king over them. Just like all the deeds they have done since the day that I brought them up out of Egypt, even to this day, in forsaking me and serving other gods, so they also do to you. Now, therefore, listen to their voice. However, you shall solemnly testify to them and shall show them the justice of the king who will reign over them. Samuel told all Yahweh's words to the people who asked him for a king. He said, this will be the justice or way of the king who shall reign over you. He will take your sons and appoint them as his servants for his chariots and to be his horsemen. And they will run before his chariots. He will appoint them to be his captains of thousands and captains of fifties. And he will assign some to plow his ground and to reap his harvest and to make his weapons of war 
and outfit his chariots. He will take your daughters to be perfumers, to be cooks, to be bakers. He will take your fields, your vineyards, and your olive groves, even your best, and give them to his servants. He will take one-tenth of your grain and of your vineyards and give it to his officers and to his servants. He will take your male servants, your female servants, your best young men, and your donkeys and assign them to his own work. He will take one-tenth of your flocks and you will be his servants. You will cry out in that day because of your king, whom you yourselves have chosen, and Yahweh will not answer you in that day. But the people refused to listen to the voice of Samuel, and they said, No, we will have a king over us, so that we will be like all the nations, and our king will judge us, and go out before us, and fight our battles. Samuel heard all the words of the people, and he repeated them to Yahweh. Yahweh said to Samuel, Listen to their voice, and make them a king. Samuel said to the men of Israel, Everyone go to your own city. So now in the second part, we want to meditate on or engage with the scripture we've just heard. Let's remember, we were introduced to this figure or character of Samuel in the first three chapters of the book of 1 Samuel, and also in the first three episodes of our current season, season five of verse 15. So Samuel's parents, Elkanah and Hannah, dedicated him to God. He served under Eli, and God spoke to him. Eli's sons were wicked, and God judged them, as well as all Israel, and let them be defeated by their enemies. It was a real low point for Israel. But Samuel grew up to be a mighty judge, and the chapter just before today's reading, 1 Samuel chapter 7, relates to us his great victory over Israel's enemies. So Samuel leads the armies of Israel in battle and defeats Israel's enemies. And they have a great sort of celebration. And Samuel is raised up and acknowledged by all the people in Israel as a great leader, as a great judge. That's what they were called in their day. So it's kind of striking when we start today's reading in 1 Samuel 8, when it says Samuel grown old and he appointed his two sons as judges over Israel and Beersheba, which is the far south. But his sons don't walk in the ways of their father, Samuel's footsteps. Just like Eli, Samuel's two sons were wicked and Israel didn't have confidence in them. But there's actually a bigger problem. Israel didn't have confidence in God either. They didn't want to be without a king. They wanted to be like the nations around them who had kings to lead them. So Israel already had a king, Yahweh, their God. And he was unlike any king or God of the nations around them. He speaks to Samuel and tells him, yes. Samuel, it stings, and it feels like they are rejecting you. But really, really, Samuel, they're rejecting me. They aren't listening to you. Give them a king and also, at the same time, warn them about 
what the cost is going to be of having a, a human king ruling over them. It seems like the lessons from the days of the judges had not really been learned. Remember how the book of Judges ends? We featured this in the last episode. The very last verse of the book of Judges, chapter 21, verse 25 says, In those days there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in their own eyes. So even though Israel had a king, Yahweh, they behaved like there was no king over them. And they bring their, not just request, their demand before Samuel in today's reading saying, appoint us a king, give us a king like the nations. And what isn't said so explicitly, but is clearly in the text implied is, we don't want a king over us like Yahweh. You know, someone who is unseen, invisible, no matter how great the stories have been told from the past. We want a king we can see and serve and who's going to lead us in battle and lead us in victory over our foes. Now, here's just a little bit of irony. Samuel's sons were wicked. There's no doubt. They were in the wrong. It says that they perverted justice, or the word for justice is mishpat in Hebrew. But in Samuel's warning to the people about the king, he says the king's justice or his mishpat is going to be even harder to bear. God says it first in verse 9 to Samuel, and then Samuel repeats it to the people in verse 11. And he tries to tell them, listen, as awful as you think my sons are, he doesn't say it exactly in those words, but that's certainly implied in the text. As awful as you think my sons are, and they're unjust, they have no mishpat. The mishpat of the king that you seek is going to be like 10 times worse because he's going to take a tenth of everything you own. And it's not going to be like a free will offering as the law gave that the people were to bring a tenth and set it aside and give it to the priest. A tenth as like a free will offering to God and as a way to support the, the priests in Israel. No, this is going to be something demanded of them by the king to support all of the the machinery, the all the trappings of the state, of the kingdom. And it would be built into a great military machine. And the king, the human king, ruling over Israel, was going to exact a very heavy price. His mishpat, if you will, his justice, I put that in air quotes, was going to be so much harder to bear. And it would not be true justice, the way that God upholds justice. God sees the cause of the oppressed, the voiceless, the the weak. People like Hannah, who brought her request before God. She was being bullied by a rival in the family. And she brings her case before God and pleads it to him. And God hears the voice of the weak and those who have been oppressed. And he answers them. And instead of being at the receiving end of a merciful God and king whose mishpat truly takes into mind and consideration the oppressed, Israel from now on is going to be under the rulership of a human king who very imperfectly and often in gross and wicked ways exercises his own 
kind of mishpat, his own kind of justice, doing what is right in his own eyes, often disregarding the law that God had given to Israel to guide them. The people don't listen. They don't take Samuel's warning to heart. They have their minds made up. They want a king like the nations around them. This is not going to turn out well for them. Let's turn now and pray to God using this scripture. God, you provided your people good leadership in men like Samuel. They didn't turn to you, though, and seek you as king. Instead, they rejected you and sought a king like the nations around them. God, we do the same thing. Desiring the things of the world, the ways of people around us, instead of honoring you first and above all. You gave the people a king, but you also kept sending them prophets to speak for you and turn them back to your ways. Father, forgive my disobedience. Put my heart right with you. I honor you as king of my life. I want to see you rule as rightful king over this world. Let your kingdom come. Reign in our hearts. Let your son, King Jesus, exercise true justice in our world. He showed us before when he walked on this earth what that looks like. Let his ways and his real justice reign here among us. You are our King and our God. Come and reign among us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So for the fourth and final part of this episode, when we need to apply God's word to our lives and live it out in the very real circumstances of today, I want to remind you that Israel's story is also our story. It's humanity's story, too. God created this world. He's rightful king over it. And amazingly, he created us and gave us the charge to rule and to participate in his reign. But we aren't supposed to be a law unto ourselves. And we're certainly not supposed to be telling God the way things are going to be. That never works out the way we intend. God's story is a good one. In spite of our sin, our disobedience, our arrogance, God is writing a great ending to this story. And the question remains whether we are going to join with him and participate in his story and writing the story the way he wants it, or whether we're going to try to write our own story and do what's right in our own eyes and do what pleases us and try to fit in with the people around us. God gives us a choice. He lets us choose how we will live and whether we're going to listen to him and his word or go after the way of the world and the culture around us. It's up to you and me to make our choice daily, but especially today. Who will be king? Let me hear from you with a note or a comment about how you're being helped or impacted by this podcast. You can find us at Word of prayer.com that's with dashes word dash of dash prayer.com 
as well as on social media channels. We have a page on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter, Word of Prayer 15. You can support our podcast by checking out our books on Amazon or browsing our Etsy store with products that are inspired by these episodes. Today's episode is sponsored by the book, First Samuel, How to Be a Child After God's Heart by Angela Oatlands. You can find it on Amazon. We have a link to it in the show notes as well. For links to our other products, check out our show notes in the program description or go to wordofprayer.com. Honor God as King today.